Welcome to today's Manifestation Meditation. I am your host, Dr. Chelsea, and I'm so glad that you are joining us today. Friends, we have spent the last 30 days discussing all three pillars of manifestation, belief or trust, speaking or words, and action. And today I have the amazing pleasure of reviewing the transformational power of our series when we embrace each of the 25 components. So I invite you to join us as we take a minute to reflect, to breathe, and continue to redefine manifestation when it is seen through the divine's eyes. Throughout this series, we have dived into the attributes necessary to manifest the divine and their promises in our lives. We talked about the dreams we have and the ones our Creator has for us. And when we align ourselves with our Creator, believing, speaking, and taking action, we will never be the same. We will experience an intimate connection with God that embodies every dream we have ever had and those we didn't even know we wanted. To dream the dreams of our Creator and live them out is the greatest honor we can ever have. It is the embodiment of living a life of joy. To do this, we must always go back to the beginning of our faith and know what we believe. As we started our journey in Genesis, Genesis 1, 26-27 tells us, Make humans in our image to be like us. We are the us. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Verse 27 goes on to say, In the image of God, they created them male and female. They created them. Thus, we are pre-wired like God. We have God's DNA. And with this DNA, we can have, do, and say, just as our divine creator. To realize our divine ability, we must have faith. By imagining faith as something we can hold on to, be secure in, know that it is real, is critical to manifesting the divine's promises. And if faith is the driving force of our belief or trust system in the divine, hope is what anchors it. So the question arises, who is the loving God? Who are we trusting in for these promises? Simply put, the divine is compassionate. The divine is waiting for you, waits to have compassion on you. He will never fail you nor leave you, never forsake you. And our divine God expresses their compassion through loving kindness. The divine's loving kindness has the power to change us and the full manifestation of their promises is revealed in our transformation to be more like them. This transformation that occurs in us is with the ability to discern the truth of who our divine loving creator is and the specific promises that are for us. And with acute discernment comes wisdom. Now for me, wisdom is the pinnacle of our faith. It empowers us in every way we need, igniting us to become all we are created to be. But this only happens when we choose to believe, trust in, and grow 
and wisdom. Then and only then is our faith, our kindness, our discernment, our compassion and love increased. See, the words we use have tremendous power. The Bible says that life and death are in the power of the tongue. As humans, we are constantly speaking, whether it's out loud or to ourselves. Our words open the door to all the possibilities of life and will serve to repel or bring forth the manifestation of God or something else, which is why what we talk about and to whom can transform us into magnificent or very often people who are anxious and worried and fretful and overwhelmed. One of the first discussions we have is with our Creator. This is how we change what we're manifesting. This discussion with our Creator begins in prayer. Prayer is the most powerful force or weapon on earth. Let me repeat that. Prayer is the most powerful force or weapon on earth. Through prayer, we can be in one place and impact situations around the globe simply by asking the divine to intervene. As we discovered through our series, prayer is us talking to God and meditation is us listening to the divine. Meditation through the divine is an intentional, deep, contemplative practice that allows Holy Spirit to penetrate our entire being. In order to meditate, we have to attune our ears to hear and listen. When we spend time praying and listening, it equips us with a boldness unlike any other. The boldness with which we speak comes from the authority of our Creator, who has equipped us. When we continually trust that authority, that dominion, we speak boldly with God confidence. And as you embrace using words of authority and speaking with boldness, I invite you to remember to operate in gentleness. The one area we tend to neglect in our gentle speech is how we talk to ourselves. What we say to ourselves about ourselves is the loudest and most consistent voice we will ever hear. We must be on guard against any self-talk that tempts us to do anything apart from the truth of the divine, as this is the foundation from which we build our beliefs and what we say. One of the best ways to shift our self-talk is through praise. Praise reminds us of the mightiness, the omnipotence, and all-powerful might of the one inside of us, of the one who created us. By considering the power of our words daily and inviting the divine into our conversations with ourselves and others, we enable the Spirit to work through us, changing not only us, but impacting the lives of those we are around and advancing the kingdom. And when we think of putting our belief and words into action, we begin with grace. As God's grace not only teaches us, it also sustains us. Things that sustain us strengthen us mentally, physically, and spiritually. And grace enables us to wait for our Creator, sustaining us and teaching us in the process of our waiting. We are called upon to be humble followers of Christ and trust in the wisdom and salvation of God. 
True humility is grounded in the divine. And this is only possible when we see ourselves as we truly are and in need of the divine. True humility reveals itself when we allow the divine in us to be the strongest force. Then and only then are we able to exhibit the qualities of Christ. And one of these qualities is confidence. God confidence has several parts. It's based on our faith, our relationship with our Creator, the boldness that comes from this relationship, and the assurance that the divine has our back. Our destiny is secure with our Creator. We can trust our Creator. We can trust our God. So how do we confidently walk with God confidence when our past, our family, our friends, or maybe even us, are holding on to who we used to be, the mistakes we've made, the shame that we carry. It is through the conviction of the divine. It reveals a behavior. It reveals a correction that needs to be made in the behavior. It never shames us. It never, ever shames the person. It never says that you are wrong. It says that the behavior needs correction. Conviction doesn't carry judgment. Instead, it points the finger at the problem and is truthful about what's not working. As we walk in the conviction of our God, we are called to take courageous steps forward. That's it. That's what courage is made of. So here's the equation in the scriptures for courage. Will plus action equals courage. That's it. We are called to use this equation for every step we take toward the divine. With every step, we are called to consistency, deliberate actions toward the dreams and desires the divine has placed in us, yields a greater return than we could ever think or dare to imagine. In order to take these courageous steps, we must choose to be obedient hear and listen to what the divine says and act as we are instructed. Obedience is hearing the word of God and acting on it. Obedience implies our aligning to the will of our creator's will and doing what has been asked of us. And this is where our trust comes in. Trust starts with a definitive intentional decision to cross the line by turning from doing things our way to relying on our own understanding, to transferring our dependence on God. Once we've chosen to trust God, we must keep trusting. My friends, we have walked through the virtues of what it means to manifest the promises of the divine in our lives using three pillars, belief or trust, words or speaking, and action. To take hold of each of these in our lives, we are called to rise and lead. Lead through service by our understanding the weight of our influence. Because we are all leaders of something. And when you walk in the promises of the divine, you lead others in the direction you are going, whether it's intentional or not. We are each influencing someone in our life. 
whether we're a parent, a sibling, a co-worker, whether you're doing it unaware or with full intention. Friends, this is it. We are called to hear, believe, and trust in, to speak and do. That's what we have been talking about for the last 31 days. This is how we manifest the divine and the divine's promises in us and in our lives. I invite you to take a moment to let that sink in. Hear, believe, and trust in. Speak, take action. As you let that sink in, perhaps you close your eyes or soften your gaze. Perhaps you choose to take several deep breaths, or maybe you choose to journal. Listening as Holy Spirit speaks to you and through you, inviting you into the manifestation of their calling. Gently bringing your awareness back into this moment. As I end our time together in this series in scriptural prayer, taken from Hebrews 6, 13-20 in the Message Translation. When God made his promise to Abraham, he backed it all the way, putting his own reputation on the line. He said, I promise that I'll bless you with everything I have. Bless and bless and bless. Abraham stuck it out and got everything that had been promised to him. When people make promises, they guarantee them by appeal to some authority above them so that if there is any question, they'll make good on the promise. The authority will back them up. When God wanted to guarantee his promises, he gave his word, a rock-solid guarantee. God can't break his word, and because his word cannot change, the promise is likewise unchangeable. We who have run for our very lives to God have every reason to grab the promised hope with both hands and never let go. It's an unbreakable spiritual lifeline, reaching past all appearances, 
right to the very presence of God where Jesus, running on ahead of us, has taken on his permanent post as high priest for us in the order of Melchizedek. We continue to believe, trust in, and speak, listen, pray, and meditate on those things that fully manifest our glory here on earth. Friends, I invite you to read that on your own, to highlight it, to save it. This is how we manifest through the divine. And we end our time together by affirming for the last time in this series the following affirmations that I invite you to repeat. I affirm the promises of my God are yes and amen. I affirm the promises of Holy Spirit are yes and amen. I affirm the promises of Christ are yes and amen. Thank you for joining us for the 31 days of manifesting through the divine's eyes. I pray that you continue to walk through each of these components walk through each of these pillars, living out, living in, breathing in, believing in, trusting in, speaking, listening, praying, and meditating on those things that fully manifest God's glory here on earth through you. Peace and blessings, my friends.